welcome to another episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I Am, episode 16. Fuck. <laughs> you literally just asked me <laughs> what episode... <laughs> well, there's there's your shit that you put at the end of the episode right there. No. What do you mean, no? How great is that? Man, episode 16... <laughs> Snowflake is not available right now. Not available? Roger, I've been waiting all day. I gotta get a shot of his new trick for the evening news. What, is he sick? Oh, I'll be getting this work done with all the shouting. What's wrong is the shouting? Who the hell is that? That's a. Uh... Heinz gets velvet. I am trainer of dolphins. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. What happened to the regular trainer? What happened to him? What happened to me? Seven years I'm with the great. We are making the dolphins disappear, and then Roy is coming with the white tiger, and the stuffing in the pants, and I'm gone. Where is Snowflake? Why do you care about the dolphin? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dorsal fin? To train the dolphin, you must think like the dolphin. You must be getting on the dolphin's head and communicating. I'm saying to Snowflake, and he is saying, and he is up on the tail, and you can quote him. Welcome to another episode of Who Do You Think You Are? I Am, episode 15. It is your host, Chenz, alongside co-host, longtime friend, Puma. What's going on? And we are joined by... A new member of the Who Do You Think You so Are? I Am family. We're just, we're just, we're growing. We're growing. Growing. And it's a, uh, this is a, uh... This is our Joe Beningo <laughs> of our podcast It's a, it's a rags, It's a rags to riches story. Fan come, become member. Hat post winner. Our Matt, good friend Matt. Matt joining us on the show from for the foreseeable future, hopefully. But we're gonna try to get him on as much as possible now as a host. So on the phone. On the phone. From That's location. Fine. It works. Off location. It works. All right, Matt, you wanna say something? What's going on guys? Uh, I'm glad to be part of the grower, not a shower club right now, because I'm not <laughs> showing up with you guys. So I'm very happy that I can be here growing the podcast, you know, the way that we are. So Love it. Love to have you. Baby steps. Slow and steady wins the race, right, Matt? Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course. So, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven topics on the list, plus some fan questions, and let's dive right into yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. So, let's, we're going to change it up a little <coughs> bit. We're actually going to talk about the NBA Finals first. We're going to preview. We're going to preview the NBA game Finals. One, uh, game one Thursday. Toronto Raptors against the Golden State Warriors. This, got? One, this one hits kind of home for Matt. His brother lives in Toronto now. Big Toronto guy. We the North. We the North. So 
I personally think, I mean, I think the, the Warriors are going to win. I don't think anyone really, I mean, maybe, maybe they do. I don't know. But my thing is, I've said this before, that <clears throat> I love how people were so worried about the Warriors without Kevin Durant, as if they didn't win two finals without him anyway. Uh, as you can see, they did just fine without him. Now, Toronto has Kawhi Leonard. But that Golden State Warriors team has more than one star player to, to worry about. Plus, they have Draymond Green, a, a great, great two-way player of their own. So, it's going to be really tough. I don't think that Toronto, uh, their defense is built to guard the perimeter. I think they're better uh, as a post-interior uh, team defensively. I mean, Greek freak. You really got to see how how easy, and I say this with air quotes, easy it is to shut him down. He relies on just bullying his way into the paint, making a dunk, making a layup, drawing a foul. He rarely shoots mid-range, if any, if hardly ever at all. Um... You know, he's not really going to pull up from three. So, if you can put big boy Marcus All down there with Siakam, Ibaka, Kawhi Leonard, they contained him. They had to rely on the three-point shot. And if those guys aren't knocking down, which they weren't all the time, they were going to lose. And that's exactly what happened. But the Warriors, they play from the outside. Mm-hmm. Everybody on that court can shoot. I mean, when Dur- if when Durant comes back, I don't even think it's a, it's a if, it's a when. He's traveling with the team. <clears throat> He's definitely going to yeah. play in the finals. And... You know, with that, if you even look even further in, you know, if you look at their records, they're comparable. The Raptors were 58 and 24. The Warriors were 57 and 25. Uh, so offense, that's against the East. But that, no, no, no. That's overall. Overall record. Yeah, I understand. Okay. They're playing mostly East teams, the Raptors, though. Well, yeah, that's true. But. Uh, yeah, but they're good. I like, I really like the Raptors. You know, and, and they're, they're a better defensive team than, than Golden State. They were ranked higher defensively than Golden State. So, you know, I, I think this will be... As much as I don't watch basketball, and you won't know a lot more than I do, you know, I know I think the Warriors will win, but I also think that the Raptors will give them a series. I don't think it's going to be a four-game sweep. Yeah, well, this is where having a third host like Matt's going to really benefit us because he's, he's another... Basketball fan. He, I mean, he likes everything. So, you know, I, I like basketball too. It's just I know, but he he watches. I don't watch. <laughs> All right, go well, ahead, Matt. I will say that the Toronto, unfortunately, we Chen's and I weren't able to watch Game Six uh, on Saturday night. But uh, I spoke to a couple of fans today uh, from Toronto, and they were talking about how they just felt that even though they were down fifteen in the third quarter on Saturday night, there's never a doubt. This this Toronto team is special. You got, as Chen said, probably the best two-way player right now, the best player in the league in Kawhi Leonard mm-hmm. um, with Durant out. And he can just do things that just shake your head. As much as the Greek freak can be athletic, yeah. Kawhi just hustles, gets that rebound off a missed free throw, his own rebound, gets another foul to go back on the line. Yeah, no, he's, like he's really that. savvy. He's really savvy. Exactly. And he needs and to be smart, though. He needs to be he smart. Is. He is. He's a, he's a good all-around player, and you can see how the team plays around him as well. The will say, though, which drove me up a freaking wall, watching Marc Gasol try and guard the perimeter. Mm. 
him, both him and Brooke Lopez together, just jumping like assholes on the top of the key for a pump fake every time. Yeah. I did not see Gasol or Lopez, who were guarding each other two to three. They were just driving by each other on a pump fake and then either dishing off or going up for a layup. Yeah. If they want to limit that, they want us to worry about that right now with, with Cousins out and who knows how long he'll be out if he comes back game three or four. Uh, he's been out, you know, the, the whole series last game, the last series. They need to tighten up more and Durant adds another wrinkle when he does come back is Puma on bench and he is traveling. Uh, maybe you've seen game two or three. Uh, definitely out for game one. Right. But, you know, if if they can figure out the defense, tighten that up, I think Toronto gives them a series a hell of a lot better than we saw last year with Cleveland getting swept. Yeah, I and agree. They, I agree with that. I think yeah. uh, watching Kawhi, um, you know, it's funny because when he played in San Antonio, I mean, you knew how, how good of a player he was. Um, but I think in these playoffs, you're really seeing how great of a player he is. Like you mentioned, the smart playing, hustling, but he's also just, he's so, he's such a good scorer. Everyone talks about his defense, but he's such a good scorer. He can score any way he wants. Um, there's not, there's not a weakness in his game. It's incredible. And he's, he's, he's a killer, man. He's like, I, I feel like he does not get phased by pressure. No, look, game seven against the Sixers, that quadruple doink. Yeah, 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 right, right, exactly. So, um, I think it's going to be a good series. Uh, I don't know. Are we gonna Are we gonna do predictions? What's your prediction? Well, I don't know. I'm gonna say Golden State in six. Golden State in six. Okay. Uh, I'll say Golden State in five. Wow. No, no respect. (laughs) This is going seven. Wow. The six is going to be lit. It's going to be Raptors in seven. Wow. Kawhi, obvious MVP. You're going to get contributions from Van Vliet who's been mm. shooting the ball yeah. tremendously yeah, yeah. lately after having a very <clears throat> poor first couple series. And yeah. Fleet, if he is on, it's a great weapon they can use because you force Clay to probably be guarding Kawhi, and then you have Curry on Van Oof, Fleet. Mismatch city. I think Van Fleet can exploit that because Clay is a very good defender, and I think he will do a, a decent job on Kawhi. Yep. He won't shut him down, but he will, he will make sure that it'll be tough to score. And I think Van Fleet can keep his hot shooting. He can create problems against Curry. And I think they can steal a game in, in Golden State. They might not win both one and two at home. But I think they will get back home court advantage, which is going to be key. Which, you know, the better record, as you mentioned before, is the reason why they have this home court now. And that people will assume, oh, Golden State's got to be number one. They didn't do as well in the regular season as they did in years past, right. and enabled Toronto now to have that key game seven at home. I like the Raptors in seven. I, I think I think that I'm glad you mentioned that the the role players for Toronto. I think that Toronto has the deeper team for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but these guys have have been cut, getting hot at the right time, which is good. Now they just have to stay hot. If Kawhi can't get the contribution from these role players. Because we saw that he can't really rely on uh, Kyle Lowry like 
people thought that he could. Right. Um, is who's that other guy that's on that was on um that's on the Raptors? He he was playing big big minutes the last few games of the series. Cunningham or something like that. What for the uh? What was it? Oh jeez. Uh, the Francis. Uh. uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> fall asleep in the mic. Uh. Puma, can you look this up real quick? <clears throat> Puma's, Puma's entranced by the, by the Powell? game. Powell. Powell. That's it. Powell. Cunningham. What that's the hell not that? a oh, fucking oh, strike, fuck you fucking uh, fat fuck. All right. There it is. Uh, <laughs> also, too, don't forget Danny Green. <clears throat> yep. You just got job boy. Two fucking Great pitches. NBA Finals at Long Island, boy. Your boy. Great NBA Finals player. Yeah, you know, like, Danny Green, like you said, Van Vliet, uh... Powell, Cunningham. Uh, obviously, Siakam's got to step up like he has been. Yeah. Uh, if if Marcus All can can give you some like some three pointers here and there, some a couple points doesn't need to put up big big numbers. Uh, Toronto Toronto's gonna be in good shape. Yeah. But it, it's I think it's I'm I'm looking forward to this. I, this is the matchup I wanted to see. I didn't want to I didn't want the Bucks because I really I really didn't think. It would have been a good series, Bucks Warriors. I think the Warriors would have really shit on them, but mm-hmm. now we got no other choice. We're here. And right now, actually, I look at the line. Toronto's favored by a point. Wow, which is interesting to see. Interesting. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that they were. I saw that they were Warriors were underdogs in Game One. Now, who's who's Drake gonna favor? Because he's been known to be a fan of uh, the Warriors, but obviously, he's been seen on the. T- uh, oh, and how do you feel about that? You seen you seen his his silent antics? He's a fucking asshole. I come on. I, if I'm a fan, I'm gonna be hyped. If I'm on the around the court, I don't know. I, no, it's cool. It's it, cool. I, I don't have a problem with him having his little section over there. Neither do I. But just pick a team and stick him. No, 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 no. It's not that. Did you see? He gave oh, the he coach a massage. massage. The coach. Like, there's there's got to be a line. I don't care who you are. You know. I don't know. I don't watch. No, I, I, he I he went he went up he in the middle of the game. During a timeout, or like during like a, a run that they were on, and the Bucks called a timeout, and like Drake went over to Toronto's head coach and gave him like a massage, like rub, rubbed his shoulders, That's you know. Fucking weird. But like, I get what he's trying to do. He's like, yeah, there you go, coach, nice. But you're 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 Drake. You're a fucking gazillionaire. You're probably the most popular musician on the planet right now. You're most known for being on a <clears throat> in a wheelchair. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, there's got to be a line. There's got to be. You're still a fan. You got to stay in the fucking seats. You know, that's my. Thing. Well, you think about it though, with the Knicks and Spike Lee. Spike Lee's on no, the but other side. Spike Lee doesn't come onto the he's court. He's on the other side. I'm saying, like, he's away from the benches. He's not on the same side oh, as right, the benches. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's fine. Like, I mean, he did. Didn't he come on the court with Mil- Reggie Miller back in the day? No, he just no. antagonized the shit out of him. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was heckling him from the fucking seats like a good fan oh, should. Fucking asshole! Because it costs the Knicks a bunch. Of, yeah. Get Reggie all pissed off. Yeah. And Reggie does so much better when he's pissed off. Yeah. So let, let's and, save let's save our Knicks anger for about in about five or ten minutes. Okay. 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 I'm yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll right, we'll so, get to that. So that's that's NBA finals. That's the NBA finals. We made our prediction. So now now let's jump over to the ice. And talk about the Stanley Cup final. Uh, you got the St. Louis Blues, which is a great story. Was team was in last place at the calendar turn of the calendar year. And now is in the Stanley Cup. Fun and, fact: Puma didn't know that until a couple weeks ago, and I did not. And oh. another fun fact: I did not know that asshole Michael Delzato was on the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> <laughs> that 
nice Italian boy. Nice Italian boy who doesn't know how to play fucking hockey. Um, yeah, he's in the finals. Uh, is he like? Is he like a? Is he like in their top six, or is he like the seventh defenseman? He hasn't played. Exactly. Uh, that, there you go. That says it all. He hasn't played um, against the Boston Bruins. Uh, right now, the Bruins are up one game to none. They came back on the uh, the Blues. The Blues came out hot, scored two goals early. The Bruins came back and won the game. Um, this is a great. Finals. This is a great finals. I think this is going to be a good series. Uh, both teams have stories. You know, Boston being Boston and being in every freaking final. But they've been like everything has been. They've been on a, on a streak of streaks, man. They've been hot. Well, if it wasn't for Tampa Bay <clears throat> being as hot as they were, they were the second best team in the in the NHL all year. Uh, they just did it real quietly because you know Tampa Bay was stealing all the thunder. What the kind of regular season they had? They were stealing the lightning and the thunder. Mm, but I'm. <laughs> Magic Dragons for you there. Yeah. yeah there you go. Nothing wrong with that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be a good series. I mean, I think that with St. Louis coming on, on the role that they're on, you know, the one thing about St. Louis that I have a question about is their goaltending. You, know, you got a 25-year-old goaltender, even though he's been great all postseason in Binghamton. Well, Bing- Bennington? Bennington. Bennington. Binghamton. Be- <laughs> okay. So, Bennington... 25-year-old rookie, you know, proved himself in the last in over the course of the run of the play, of the Blues, but you know, I think that the the Bruins are a more complete team. Um, you know, they got the goaltending in Tuka Rask. They have Char leading the defensive core with McAvoy, uh, guys like that. And then you got Pasternak, Marchand, and and Bergeron up front. I mean, I don't see a situation where the Blues will make it a series, but I don't think the Blues... And the plus also the Blues are too undisciplined. They spend too much time in the box. So I don't see... if Unless the Blues can stay out of the penalty box and play five-on-five, five, you know, I think this is going to be a five- or six-game series, even though I think it'll be a close series. What do you think, Yeah, Matt? I think uh, the Blues were definitely fortunate to get out of, to a 2 nothing lead last game. It was... What they ten shots or something, and you know, they scored two goals there, and then you just see Boston just completely dominated that game, and definitely flex their their strength that they've been showing these whole playoffs. I don't see the Blues putting up much of a fight this series. Uh, they get a, a lot of contributions. Both teams do. The Blues get a lot of contribution, in, in particular from their blue line in terms of scoring, and uh, you you could see that they had two assists on, on those goals uh, in the last game. The one thing that will be able to save them is if they can, obviously, solve two Rask, but if they can, as you mentioned, stay out of the box, because Boston has a very good power play, and I think that that would hurt them a lot more if they keep taking these penalties and trying to rough and stuff style. Guess what? The Bruins got a bunch of bruisers, too, and they got Marshall the biggest pass in the league. So you're not going to phase them by trying to be rough and tough. They're used to that. And quite honestly, the home ice advantage that Boston has is huge. And I think also probably the better crowd. I hate to admit it. But as much as I want to root for the Blues to win, I don't see them winning this. And I'll just give my prediction out on gentleman sweep. It's going to be Bruins in five. You're saying sweep. No, gentleman sweep. Gentleman sweep. sweep. Okay. Five games. Five games. I, like I said, I, I agree with that. I could see it going five. I could see it going six potentially, but I don't think it goes seven. I don't. I don't like you said. You know, I think that it's 
the Blues are the Blues are getting contributions from players that are just players that you can't rely on night in and night out. You know, if Tarasenko's not putting the puck in the net, if Petrangelo's not putting the puck in the net, where else is the scoring going to come from on a consistent basis to keep up with the Pasternak, with the Marchant? You know, these savvy veterans who have been there and done that before. You know, I'm trying, I'm looking up the box score right now, and the Blues had 10 penalty minutes. Wow. You know, they were, they had, the, the, the Bruins had five power plays. I mean, I mean, they, yes, they were one for five on the power play, but you still can't give a team with the firepower that the Bruins have five opportunities on the power play. It's like giving the Capitals back in the day, you know, when they had all, more firepower than they did now, five or six chances on the power play. You knew they were going to score at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Terrence go, you know, just great. did get that goal, but he's got to be the, you know, the focal point for that offense. And, uh, you know, if they can shut him down with, with the, the, the defense that the Bruins have, too, is is very strong discipline. And you could even see you got Krug just play, laying hits out, too, uh, on the ice. Small little guy, but I don't know. I, I don't think uh, – and, and I would love to root for them, but I, did you guys see the article that someone from St. Louis wrote about the beer sales? They were comparing uh, how – you should be rooting for the Blues because they got the more popular beer in Budweiser compared to Sam Adams. And I was just like, that is the most ridiculous thing. People just drink Bud because it's cheaper and light. And if you could just chug them. And Sam is that is, is that Budweiser or is that Bud Light? Is that it's Budweiser? It's the whole company. Amheuser oh Busch. So they have by default they have the whole way more beers to choose from than Sam Adams. Right. Exactly. I mean, you got people are drinking Bud or Bud light during parties yeah you'll have the same adams at the bar but you're not buying racks of sam adams for a party no natty light oh god we were, it's funny we were actually <laughs> talking about this over the weekend the, the gross shit we used to drink in fucking college hey the cheapest beer you can get exactly oh, natty mount, ice mount, wait, wait let's do this right now on the spot mount rushmore of college beers go uh definitely that mean miller light come on we talked about it last episode <clears throat> miller light yeah not miller, not high life I do like highlight, oh. but I know you're a high life hater. Hate it. Except the hater. Every time there. I hear high life, I think of that that those commercials. Yes. Oh, great commercials. So stupid. Uh, yeah. Natty Light, Miller Light, Natty Light. Got it. It's a classic. Natty yeah. Light, Miller Light, Coors Light, Keystone Light, Keystone Lion's Light, Head. Lion's Head. Yes, yes. Good one. That was very maybe niche. And because then, they uh, have the uh, they have the riddles to. Yes. Instant it's, instant party thing. Instant fucking group conversation group starter. Thing. Oh, it's a great one. That's mm-hmm. crazy. You walk up to you walk up to a girl. It's got a picture of a diaper, plus a Coke bottle, plus a tree, and you gotta come up with a riddle. What is it? I don't fucking know. No, I'm just making that up now. I'm just saying. Oh. That's, yeah, I was that's, gonna say. That's I, a, how do you remember that? That's the kind of that's the kind of shit that, that would be on there. So, um, so yeah, that's stupid. Saying that you should root for the Blues because of beer sales—that's ridiculous. Yeah. So my prediction, I'll just give them six. I'll say Bruins and six. You know, I say Bruins and six. I think, I think, I think that the the Blues will win a game at home. I don't see them winning in Boston. I just don't see yeah. it. Yeah, I agree with that. But uh, I also, I, also saw, I don't know if you saw they had uh, the one thing I will say for the Blues: Bennington after a loss it's so far in these playoffs, very very good stats. He's got like something like a one point eight four goals against. Hmm. 
So it's something to look forward to, you know, for the Blues to bounce back yeah. in the, in the second game. Well, I, I think that the Blues goaltending has been better than it's than it than it has should be. I mean, this kid is standing on his head and gets the kids playing out of this world. So, you know, I think they have their goaltender for the future. I think he will be something. But I just think that the moment for him right now, it's just too big because he's never been, you know. And I think that as good as his numbers say, oh my, oh, thank God. you know, let's see what happens. You know, that's the great thing about hockey. You know, one of the things that is intriguing about this series, and we were talking about this in the last episode, was if Boston wins, they will they will have the trifecta. They would have won the World Series, the Super Bowl, and the Stanley Cup. That's in the all in the same year, or in the same season. Yeah, no, I don't. You bet the Celtics uh, were slacking. Celtics blew it. You know, I wonder if that's ever ever happened that the same city has won all four major sports in the same year. Nikki, get on it. Oh, big. Nikki's at the Yankee game right now. Base hit. Base hit. Dude, he's awesome. Five, Did you two. see what the Padres are doing to switch and pitch as much as they could? To try yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought I was seeing shit. No, they I... were trying to get the rain delay. Yeah. They were trying to get the rain delay because they know the rain's coming. Good. Fuck them. Fucking umpires. And when you guys were talking about the NBA Finals, fucking Clint, Clint Frazier got jobbed twice. Got what? Jobbed. Jobbed. Meaning he got, you know, there was a pitch off the inside part of the plate they called a strike that was two inches off the plate. And the pitch at his head that they called a strike. Fucking assholes. Um, so, there's our Stanley Cup. Chen, do you want us to make a Stanley Cup prediction? Matt and I made one. Fuck okay, it, I'll go it. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Over and four. Over and four. Okay. I just think the Bruins, like you like you kept saying, too much veteran presence. Mm-hmm. Blues have been on a good run. Nice story. But at the end of the day, Bruins know how to win. Yeah. And I did see something. I don't remember if this is the right number, but they compared the finals minutes of the Bruins compared to the Blues in previous years. I think the Bruins had over 2,000 minutes. Oh, my God. Something like that. And the Blues had 60. Wow. Well, so, you got a lot of the teams, a lot of the players on the on the Bruins were part of that team that won the Cup against the against the Canucks. Right. Well, that, the Canucks and also, too, even when they lost to the Blackhawks, you, got, that too. you had those guys that were, you know, the core still there. Yeah. You know, really the only person from that core that's not there anymore is Milan Lucic. And yeah. Oh, what a go. dick! Yes. What? A, what, what the? An f- idiot. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Luke, Luke Boyd is laughing. Dude, what was that? Luke used the force. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hey, it's a line drive in the book. Yeah. In case for listeners not knowing, we're we're live watching the uh, Yankees game right here. With it's uh, pending this this. Central downpour, which I can see the lightning from here. Heads it's up, a goddamn Fourth of July with the fireworks. Heads up, played by Brett Gardner though, but for dodging that ball. Yep. Ooh. All right. Anyway, so moving on. So the NHL draft is fastly approaching, and the World Championships just complete, uh, completed. They're just done. Concluded. There Finally, go. there you go. There you go. <laughs> it. It's it's been a long freaking day. Um <laughs> I um the Finns, Finland, with no NHL players on it, mind you, win gold, and that means our boy Capo Caco wins another championship. So he won I think it was the either the U twenty, the U eighteen gold in yeah, juniors. juniors yep. He won juniors and now he won this. This kid's a winner. This kid's a winner. Now, 
I know we were talking about this pre-show and Matt. And he's going to win the, the NHL draft. Well, that mean if he wins the NHL draft, that means he goes first overall. Yes. You think Kako's going first overall? I'm just saying it makes his it makes his stock that much. Well, tastier. this is this is what I said to you earlier, and we talked about it in the pre-show, <clears> and Matt was calling it like media bias, and you know not to read into it. Was does this performance? Because Hughes had three assists, I think that was it. He didn't score any goals. Does this performance by Kako elevate him over Hughes? And will the Devils draft him instead of Hughes? Now, since once we found out the Rangers had the number two overall pick, all the talk has been Kako. We want Kako. Everybody wants Kako. That's it. But we also said that the Rangers are in the best position in the draft because they're going to get either Jack Hughes or Capo Kako. Now, personally, I think Hughes is going to go number one. Because there's a because Shiro knows the family. There's connections there. I think that you got to look at Hughes's ice time with Team USA, who had a lot of um, NHL players on it, and he still produced, and he still got ice time, and he still was able to get a couple of assists. You know, I still think that Hughes is the number one overall pick, and the Rangers still get Kako. But now it just makes it more of a discussion, and. Every draft you see, every mock draft you see, any analyst that you're going to see on TSN or on ESPN or NHL Network are going to run with this to build up the draft. So Yeah, I, I think it's definitely uh, a good talking point. It gets clicks for the for the draft previews. At the end of the day, it's going to be Hughes first. I you did mention that the, the, the relationship with Shiro, another important relationship to look at is also Taylor Hall. Him and Hall are very close friends, and Hall is an impending free agent at the end of next season. Mm. So you get your buddy. You know, there was always the LeBron thing of, oh, mm-hmm. let's sign LeBron's good buddy, so maybe he'll come to whatever destination city it was. Yeah. The Chicago I, White Sox, too, did that with Machado. Exactly, didn't yeah, work. with Machado, right? So I think I think this is a good way to get people talking about the draft. We're talking about it here, and I think that it's going to be Hughes, no doubt, because you got – Hughes is also the far superior skater. You watch a little bit about him in, in the World Championships. He was skating around people. Again, he's a smaller guy, so he's able to get through spaces easier than Kako. Not to say Kako can't skate, but he's definitely not the skater that Hughes is. Well, he's a bigger guy, and, right? Oh, he's, yeah, he's a power forward. You're, yeah. you're not expecting a power forward to be skating like McDavid out there. Right, right. Not saying Hughes skates like McDavid, but he, he is a smaller guy that can get in and out and be very agile. Kako, we saw, I mean, between the three of us sending videos, we're, we're just you bullying people going down the, the wing, scoring ridiculous goals. But if you got a guy that can skate right off the bat, he's that much more ahead. The, the knock on some guys in the league, such as Tavares, has always been he's a great player, puck-wise, but the skating's not there. Hmm. And the, if you can get the skating, that's half the battle. Yeah, and, and they... Really think and they yeah, even I, they even said with Kako that, that he has to work on his skating from the outset. Mm-hmm. That we, and, and bigger guys are always going to take you know more time to to skate better and to hone their skills in on that in that sense. And also at the end of the day, you want to build a team around centers. You see how many Stanley Cup winners in the past ten yeah, years. It's always been a quality center at the top, and you got a quality center like Hughes. You're going to have that much more of an edge compared to other teams. Can I ask, what makes someone a good skater? Their their power off the step, how fast they can get to full acceleration, how clean they are on their edges. Um, 
how quick they can cut, how quick they can can change directions. Um, yeah, movements very important as well. Yeah, lateral movement. Are they strong on their skates? You know, that's what you know. Are they a power skater? Like if you look at a guy like Haglin, Haglin went from zero to sixty in two strides. He was gone. Mm-hmm. You know, even guys like Dylan Larkin, two strides, he's gone. You know, but. Another key thing, especially with Hughes being a smaller guy, he's got to be clean on his edges. He's got to be able to cut the corner. He's got to be able to... Oh. No way. Oh. Oh. Sanchez. God damn you, Sanchez. Um, But a good skater is someone that can skate with the puck, is clean on his edges, can can get to full speed quick. You know, And with Kako, Kako is, what, three or four inches taller than Hughes? And he's got more body weight. He's got more body weight to get moving in one direction. You know, Hughes is is a kid that's not going to bully down the wing, beat the defenseman, and score. Kako's going to be a guy that can take the puck down the wing, body the defenseman to get in front of the net and shoot the puck. And, you know, like Matt said, great hockey teams, Stanley Cup winning hockey teams are built down the middle. Even even with the King teams that were good that won, they had Kopitar, they had uh, that seventies line. Carter, I can't yep. Carter. They had another center. Um, who was that third center they had? They had three. They had Richards. They had Richards. Is Dustin Brown a center? Yeah, I was. He played wing. I think he played a little center, but he was he was a winger too. But yeah, I mean the the, the forwards they had were always ridiculous. You know, you're you're built down the middle, and the Rangers. If you're looking at the Rangers now. You got Zabanajad up top. You have Strom is your is another center. They have they have Leah Anderson. Um Bunieves is a center. Um Brett Howden is a center. Heedle can play the middle. Um they don't have a bona fide two center. So if unless I'm missing somebody, Matt, but I don't think I am. No, yeah, it's it's gonna be Zabanajad, Strom and Anderson, Howden. However, they break it down that way. But if Hughes does fall to them too, you put him right in the number two spot. Yep. You know, and that's not a bad one-two punch with Zabanajad and Hughes right there and there. You know, personally, I want I want Kako. Yeah, you know. I know. I rather have Kako over Hughes. You know, I think that the Rangers are so deep, and with draft picks and prospects, that they can move some guys to get centers in. Um, I think they're going to make some trades at the draft um, to maybe bring in a center or move up to get a center. If I was if I was if I was Gorton right now, I would probably look at draft with that second first first round pick drafting a center. Um, but we'll see. Now with the new president with John Davidson coming in, oh baby, you know. We'll see what he wants to do. You know, he's he. Speaking of the Blues, he rebuilt the Blues from nothing. He rebuilt the the Blue Jackets, so he knows what he's doing. But we'll see what happens. You know, and it also depends on what they do with free agency. Does Panarin come or doesn't he? You know, I'm seeing a lot of things leaning towards he's going to Florida, but we'll see what happens. Florida. He's gonna go, like Matt said, he's gonna go join his old coach. Quinville, no state income tax. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Right on fucking cue. Austin sent a fucking big time to- big time Tommy video to our group. Oh god. <laughs> so that's the that's the hockey talk. We're keeping it down to a minimum. So a couple of weeks ago, 
we posted it on our Instagram. Chen's reaction to this topic. Um, now we have another, like I said, another basketball, another fan, basketball fan guy. Fan. And I already yelled at him for keeping his emotions about his team in. So now he's allowed to get them out. And I'm going to introduce the topic and just let them rip off the heads of the NBA. So they, no, I got no heads to rip. NBA draft lottery. Go. I have no heads to rip off. Oh, you know, come my, on. My, my heads already been ripped off. No, no. It's a defeated. I mean, yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm pissed. But you got to remember, the Knicks didn't have the best odds. They did. They, they were tied for the best. They were tied for the best. Well, like is two that two other teams? So three teams with the same amount of, with the same amount of odds, and the odds of not getting it were even greater. Um, like I've said, I'm not mad that they have. <clears throat> I mean, listen, I want number one. I wanted Zion, but R.J. Barrett. Hopefully, they get him. Would be would be just fine too. I don't think anybody would be mad at having R.J. Barrett. The Knicks need a lot of help, and he he's a really good player. He like I said to you Puma last time, before the season he was the number one overall prospect. Yep. So even though he got surpassed by Zion, he's he's very talented. And John Morant, I think he's he's more. This might be a hot take. I think John Morant is is being uh, is I don't know is is being looked at as a second overall pick mostly for his freakish athleticism than his pure basketball skill. Not saying he's not skilled. I think R.J. Barrett might be more skilled than John Morant, but John Morant just does things. That remind people of Russell Westbrook. I think people see that as special, and they gotta tap into that as quickly as possible. So, what do you think? We got an update on our phones earlier today. The Knicks are high on the kid from yeah, Texas no, Tech. See, I don't like that. So, what do you think of that? Obviously, I was gonna say, what do you think about that? So you don't like it? No, I don't like it. No, because you had the third overall pick. You're not drafting anybody. Listen, that guy Culver, he's a good player. He Texas Tech was in the final, but this is a classic example of a team getting high on a star player for a, a NCAA finals team when in college basketball is so different than the NBA. The team, the team wins. Not it's it's very rare that one single player can take the team all the way and then translate that directly into the NBA. Unless you're LeBron. Unless you're Steph Curry. Yeah, but right Exactly, Steph Curry, not LeBron. He didn't go to college. Oh, college player. I just meant. No, I he, said NCAA is different because you look oh, at it like, like I fell Adam, asleep, Adam, Mo- Adam Morrison, right? Oh, oh my God. God, he was so good in the NBA. In, in the NCAA, he was. Didn't do shit in the NBA finals. Uh, didn't do the shit in the NBA. Sorry. Um, He's got a ring. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, you know that same era, JJ Redick, although ha- has been a very serviceable NBA player. Never turned out to be who he, who, the player who he that, that that you would have thought he was if you saw him in, in college. What about that other guy, Jimmer? Yeah, Jimmer for that. Jimmer. Same thing. Um, the but, like, Megalodon. but like, see, Steph Curry, lower, smaller school, Davidson, brought them to notoriety. Oh, oh Frazier. Oh, fuck. He, he, he needs a fucking map. In, oh, what in the, the fuck kind of throw is that? Wet ball. Ball probably slipped out of his hand. Lucky. Um, but anyway, so 
Matt, what do you what do you got? I'm sorry, I'm taking up. I've been yeah, that's fine. Go off, go off, King. The <laughs> there was some rumors that the Grizzlies are not 100 percent gonna take Ja. I which, heard that too. Yeah, I would I would gladly take Ja. I would rate Ja over RJ, but I'm also of the belief that, as you mentioned before, RJ was the consensus number one pick coming into the season before Zion, even though. I thought Zion was better just because I saw his Instagram and I saw just yamming on kids. But yeah. RJ Barrett was the, the guy people point to his disappointing NCAA tournament performance. Yep. yep. It, maybe that is a deciding factor of he's not up to the big stage. But again, he's an eight year old kid. You can't expect him to live up to his, you know, preseason one potential, his no doubt uh, coming out of high school potential. It takes time with some kids. Like you mentioned with J.J. Redick. He yep. was the best in college or one or two, depending on if you think him or Morrison. But sometimes it takes it a while to find your game. Yep. And I think that the Knicks are lucky enough to get Ja or RJ. I think that they just need to give them the time yeah. and development that they need. Now, this could all be for naught because who knows if they send a package over to the Pelicans, oh. Danny Davis. God, no. But – that's a, that's another debate. Even though now that they have design on, they've won design sweepstakes, and they'll be able to pair two freaks together uh, down low, which would be fun to see if if they could both stay on the court. But I think it's going to be they're in a good spot. We've said this before, though. Look, the Porzingis fell into their lap. They're in a good spot now with the third pick. We would have loved it to be one. Yep. Two would have been good too. Yep. We got to sell for three. It's not five. That's, that's the only thing. I mentioned it before that I was expecting five. I got three. I'm very happy. Yeah, I don't want to get lower than three now that we have it. Um, it would be really cool, not going to lie, if, let's say, the Knicks draft uh, Ja. They send him over with a couple other guys to New Orleans for Anthony Davis. Two of the best like dunkers on the floor at the same time. Ja Morant and Zion. That would be fucking awesome. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun to watch. Well, you know what's funny is when we were watching the draft lottery and stuff like that. Zion wanted the Knicks too. Oh, hundred percent. And when he found out the Knicks were getting the number one overall pick, as soon as they announced New Orleans, he left. He like walked off. He like walked out of the auditorium, wherever the fuck they they had the lottery. It was crazy. It, that's crazy. You know what though? I he's gonna play where he's played. He's a pro, obviously. Yeah, I I just hope I hope he. I hope he actually plays for the Pelicans. Because um, I brought that up to you too. Yeah, he doesn't have to sign. You're right. What if like, he doesn't? What if Zion doesn't sign? What happens then? Well, there's, they said that you could do that. You could not sign, sit out a year, and then sign as a free. I don't know. Um, no, you, you could just go what some high school kids do. They'll just go. He'll go overseas. And they'll go overseas. He could just leave school, go overseas, and mm. play a year and. New Zealand, like that kid uh, yeah, Hampton just did. Right, right. And then he so, could come back as a free agent. And he could sign whoever he wants. I don't know if he gets a free agent or if he goes in the draft, because Moutier did that in China, and then he went into the draft. Oh, okay. That's so, what happened. Moutier was going to be, you know, five-star yeah. recruit coming out of high school. He goes to China for a year, becomes the fifth overall pick, whatever eighth overall pick he was in that draft. And... Now he's slumming away in the Knicks. So, if you if you had to put a percentage on Zion, John Elwaying, 
New Orleans, the, the Pelicans, what would the percentage be? You think like 30, 70? Like 30% think, he would? I think he'll play. I, I think. I hope he does. Because if he I doesn't. Think, I think he will. Yeah, if he doesn't, that would speak a lot to his character, and that's what I was gonna say. Like, it, yeah. it's a black, it's a black eye on his reputation already. Oh, and you guys were all talking about his character before. When I said he should have sat out, and you know, he, he played and had a good tournament, but yeah, I said get that money. He's gonna get that money. I'm glad. I'm glad he played. I'm glad he played too. I'm glad he did too. I'm, like I said, yeah, yeah, yeah I, know, um, I know. I'm looking out for his future. I wanted to get the money. I yeah. was more thinking about the Knicks. I know. But, yeah. I know. You guys go way back. So. Let's 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 change gears here. Uh, let's quickly talk about the Champions League and the Europa. All right, quick soccer talk. Quick let's, soccer. Let's talk. kick it around here. Yeah. Uh, we got an all English final, both European championships. The uh, Champions League final, Tottenham versus Liverpool, and then the Europa League final. You got uh, Mars Arsenal Arsenal Chelsea. Um, Champions League. Who you got, Matt? I can't root for either team. I can't stand Liverpool. <laughs> why? I do love you. Never walk alone, dude. Why? They want to talk about their history. It's think about a Yankee fan that would just say twenty-seven. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we know some. We know some of those. Put that. Hey, I'm sure that you guys are right in the thick of it. Uh, at least here, it's a little far removed. But yeah. you know how obnoxious that is, and just put that with any European yeah. championship yep. with 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 Liverpool, and then I'd catch me dead if I'm ever rooting for Tottenham. So yeah. by default, I'm rooting for Liverpool begrudgingly yeah. next yeah. This, this Saturday. But uh, it's gonna be a fun matchup. Harry Kane, uh, the star striker for Tottenham, will probably play. He said the other day the final was today. I, think. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so he'll he'll be playing, which is which is good news for Tottenham. They don't have to rely on big oaf uh, Lorente. No, but you know and what? You know who's been stepping up for them is Son. Son is is very dude. He's very a, nice. He's a beast. I, I I knew. I think the world knew about him uh, last summer in the World Cup. Yep. But man, he's he's when when Kane went down and he stepped up, they never they didn't skip a beat. Yep. And, and this is all. You know, he, this is all Lucas done without, yeah, exactly. They they've done this without spending any money in the last two transfer windows. That is that, and that is, I think, the biggest key for them so, because it talks to their manager, right? Who I think is the best in the world, in my opinion. Wow, I, I'm the hot take city. I think Pochettino. That's why he's coveted. Whoa, I mean, listen, you're that is a good that's a good statement. I'm I'm with it, man. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, no, you're right. They had to deal with with injuries. Who who picked Tottenham to win when Kane went down and their defense was in shambles? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Puma, it'd be the equivalent of, um, let's say, let's say the Yankees, right? Uh huh. Were in a playoff battle. Okay. Okay. They needed like a, a piece to to push them forward. Okay. Right. Let's imagine how the Yankees didn't were in that same situation two years in a row and didn't make any moves at all. Uh-huh. But now here we go. Two years later, they are in the World Series with the original squad from two years prior. Okay. All right. That's that's like what Tottenham did. Okay. They went through two transfer windows, not buying anybody. And they have plenty of money. 
where teams are spending millions and millions of you know these teams pounds. buy these guys like there's two transfer windows per season mm-hmm. yeah the one in the beginning and then depending on how the first half of the season does then you make adjustments and you see what players you might need to buy to finish the season strong to make that final push these guys they 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 stuck with their plan I just shows trust in your players yeah like Matt was saying not just trusting your players but the the brilliance of your manager he's playing everybody perfectly I, I'm with you with the I can't ever imagine rooting for Tottenham. However, it would be a pretty it would be a it would be a cool story, I think. Um now, I wouldn't be mad at either either one one though. Here's a stupid question. Here's a stupid is this one game? One game. One, one game. game. That's it. Super Bowl of Europe. Where is it being played? It's in um is it Madrid? Uh, yeah, Madrid. yeah, Madrid, Madrid. Yep, yep. Because yeah, yep. that's the whole thing. It was like, oh, you know, you could just pencil Real to go play a home home yeah. game. Yeah, right. Let's go. So then, we'll from somebody who doesn't watch, yeah, and what you're just telling me, I want Tottenham. Tottenham. All right, cool, nice. I mean, and, and it's a team that for casual, not even soccer fan, sports fan, would want to root for a team. It would be Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, people are always like. If you want to root for a Premier League team and not seem like a front runner, root right. for Tottenham. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Because the, because of the reason that they don't buy the players. Yep. They have a team that a lot of likable players on it. Yep, it's true. But for me, for me and Chen's, we can't like them, Puma, because West Ham is my team, and they we hate Tottenham, Tottenham scum, and <laughs> Arsenal and Tottenham have the huge Arsenal, rivalry. Big, 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 big rivalries, which leads right. us perfectly into the Europa League final: Arsenal, Chelsea. I don't think I have to tell you who I want to win that one. Uh, Arsenal, I'm glad. I'm At the beginning of the season, I was a little skeptical of uh, Emery coming in. I wanted I wanted Wenger out. It's just been... Wenger out, blood. Are you mad? Are you... My mom's Wenger in. Is she mad, blood? Is she mad? <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway. Uh, so you got Arsenal? I want Arsenal. because, Well, obviously, that's, because that's my team. But uh, Emery, I thought, has done a great job so far. Is is uh this season, and playing Lacazette and, and Aubameyang up top together like it took long enough, dude. Amazing! What a, what a tandem! What a tandem! That's what they were both bought for. Right, they're both bought to play together and feed off each other. And when they play together, yeah, good things happen. And they spent rocket science. they spent money like they they got that goalie uh, Leno. Mm-hmm. Um. Ozil, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's on and off. Uh, Aaron Ramsey going to Juve next year. That's big, big sell right there. Uh, Not even a sell was a free. Right, that's true. That's true. Typical Juve. And then Chelsea, I don't know, man. They're 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 uh, they're sputtering at the end. A lot of guys missing that that last game. So, however, well, interesting interesting point here. Mkhitaryan not going to mm-hmm. be there in the final. Enos Cantor like situation, so mm-hmm. the final is being so. This guy uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan is from Armenia, and the final is in a country called Azerbaijan. And apparently, they have the two countries are feuding over land or some shit. So another cultural political uh, feud mm-hmm. that's keeping a player from playing in the in the final. I mean, it's still a big. It's not the Champions League, but it's the sec- it's the next biggest thing. That's a shame. He's a he's a good player. He's an important piece of that team. So yeah, it, it's it's like for me too. Again, this final, uh, it's a tough one. I despise. Yeah. 
two London teams playing. Uh, Chelsea, as Chen mentioned, had some sputtering. They also had some unrest today on the, on the training pitch. Their uh, manager left kicking his hat because his star striker that he bought in the winter transfer window, Gonzalo Higuain, got into it with the uh, defender David Luiz, and uh, they go dust up, and it, it, it was more of well, just a harsh challenge on Higuain's part, and, and Sarri was not happy with that manager, So, and, and there's been a lot of rumors he's going to be out at the end of the season. Yep. There's not even rumors, it's a foregone conclusion, their best player, they're losing their best player at the end of this game, yep. and Hazard. Yep. So uh, it's it's not a great time for Chelsea fan, but you know what? They're in the final. When Chelsea's in finals, they, crazy things they happen. They show up. Yeah. So they either lose in incredible fashion, like they did in 2008 penalty kicks in the in the Champions League final, or they shock the world to beat big old Bayern Munich in, in 2012. Yeah, that was awesome. Penalties. So awesome. it'll be fun to watch this game tomorrow. Uh, Chen, I'm guessing you're going to predict an Arsenal win. Predicting an Arsenal win, I'll go two one. Two one, I'm gonna say two nothing Arsenal. Wow! Now, I do know when I used to play the FIFA video games, I always used to play with Chelsea. So they used to, I used to play when Drogba. Yeah. Was Drogba on, was on Chelsea. <laughs> so just to be just to throw a little difference here, I'll yeah. pick Chelsea. Good. Uh, so, I'll say one nothing. Okay, there you go. Oh, and that'd be a very Chelsea win. Yeah. So I'll say one nothing Chelsea. I mean, just to be different, I can care less. But all right, nice. Uh, but if I do win, I will gloat about it. We just know that. Fine. So all right, before let's no, transition. I know, I know you want to get into. I know you want to get into fan questions. We still got to talk baseball. We haven't talked baseball yet. What do we got to talk about? I want to talk about the hottest team in, in baseball right now, with still half of their start players hurt. All right. How are we doing on time? We got time. We're good. We're good on Last time. time. Puma. Last time you said that, we had a two and a half hour episode. And it was a great fucking episode. Dude, we cannot you, you we sang cannot, you sang about your tra la la. We cannot do a two and a half hour episode again. Okay. Well, we're good with time. Right. So um talking baseball here finally. Um the Yankees are nine and ten in their last you know, nine and one in their last ten. I was gonna say nine and ten. Nine, nine and ten. Okay. Finally, Catching, uh, bringing some breathing room into the American League East. Finally, atop of the American League East, and they're doing it still with the guys that you wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like Urshela, Frazier. Um, let, since we've last talked, Labor's Torres has hit 11 home runs against oh, the Baltimore geez. Orioles, <laughs> sweeping a four-game series in Baltimore. That's what. That's how they should be. But they're the finally beating the teams. That they should be. Beating. They should be beating exactly. Yep. And that was the problem last year. They yes. couldn't beat the Orioles last year. 100%, yep. And if they beat the Orioles a little bit more, maybe they have a chance at the division, and Boston didn't run away with it like they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston is pro- finally starting to play like like they're supposed to. Yep. Um, you know, Tampa Bay is... Have they played Toronto yet? Who? Yankees? Um, I'm not sure. I know they played Baltimore like 10 times already. Right, right. yeah. Um... You know, they got Boston coming in this week. Um, Didi, Didi is on the mend. He's coming back. He should be back in a couple of weeks. He's starting a rehab assignment. Looks good. All right. No setbacks. I heard Stanton had a setback. Stanton, Stanton had a setback. He had a home run in his rehab assignment, then got set back. And uh, two strikeouts. And two strikeouts. Well, that's that's very Stanton-like. 
Um, and <laughs> and Aaron Judge has finally picked up a bat and starting to swing again. So you know you got Hicks back. Hicks is back, and you know he's doing what he what he needs to do. He hasn't come around with the bat yet, but he'll be right there. Um, so now Paxton's coming back. Paxton's pitching tomorrow. Right? Paxton's Paxton, pitching tomorrow. Paxton. So Paxton on Wednesday. Um, Severino. Severino still. Uh, Shut down, I think. I don't. I haven't really heard anything about him. Batanzas threw off the mound a couple of days ago. Uh, he's coming back. Imagine adding him to the bullpen. No, it's crazy. The bullpen has been lights out already. Yeah, it's crazy. And you know what? Tommy Canely is back. You know, Tommy Canely is Tommy Canely again. You got Canely, Britton, Adovino, Chapman, and then you add Batanzas. Adovino's been awesome. You know, as advertised. You know. Yes. They they've used Chaz Green as an opener. A couple of times, and it's worked as much as I hate the fucking opener. It's worked. Um, you know, but the problem is, this is the thing. They played a doubleheader in Kansas City. And they decided to go with an opener. I forgot if it was the second game or the first game. They went with the opener. And I'm listening to John and Susan um, on the radio. And they're complaining that there's nobody available in the bullpen. And I'm thinking, well, you went Johnny Holstaff in one of these games. Of course nobody's available. Like... You're expecting Chance Adams to give you four or five innings. Like, if you weren't a traditional starter, you would have more bullpen. Like, what's what's so hard to understand about that? You know, I, I know we've had this argument before, but I, I don't like the starter. I think the star, the opener, the opener, I'm sorry. The opener is bullshit. Not for nothing, Chad Green opened yesterday against San Diego, went one inning, had three strikeouts, and then they took him out. Well, he was a starter before they put him to the bullpen, right? Yeah. Yep. He did a little Phil Hughes job. Yeah, well, Batanzas was also a starter before they put them in the bullpen. A lot of these... Chapman was a starter, too. Chapman was a starter, too. You know, you have all these high... Even Mariano Rivera was a starter. Yep. You know, a lot of these premium bullpen arms were starters, originally. Um, even, uh, what's his face? Was it Jabba? Well, they, they messed him up. They yeah. they brought him over as a reliever. Then they were going to start him. Then they decided not to. And then they were going to start him. Then they were oh, going to not to. Yeah, he was but a reliever. And he was wasn't it. wasn't Wade Davis a starter? And now he's one of the top closers in the game. I have no idea. Yes, because he was supposed to be like the Rays' next best pitcher. Yes, he I came up well. with Price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Ian Kennedy, you know, a yep. decent reliever, was a starter. You know, you have. These pro- these platinum relievers coming in, even like I said, I think the one of the true relievers that there was, I think Hoffman was never a starter. I think Trevor Hoffman came up as a reliever and was always a reliever. Um, but the whole opener thing it just irks me. I don't I don't like it. But you know, baseball. Like I said, baseball talk. It's it's quick, quick hitter. You know, you got the Yankees in. I will bring up touching before uh, Torres' hot streak against the Orioles. Did you guys hear Gary Thorne? When he was, he's the Orioles announcer. Oh, it was amazing! It was so funny. That was so fun. I love Gary Thorne. He's he used to be the the commentator in NHL, uh, ESPN for NHL, and listening to him just be so exasperating. Like, why the hell are we pitching to him again? And just going <laughs> yard after yard. Well, just the funny cool. thing was, was they started to throw at him. They were throwing at him, and I'm like, why are you throwing at him? You can't get him out. Why are you throwing at him? Like, it's not your, it's not his fault. You can't get him out. True, you know that's that's stupid. But well, the four fingers up and then tell him to take his base. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We're playing in high school. We're playing high school little league rules here. You don't have to even throw four intentional pitches. Right, right. Exactly. 
Just throw up the four and he takes first base. So, um, I think that the Yankees are where they are now. They're going to be a tough team to catch. Yeah. You know, MLB, MLB has them as third best team in the league, power ranking wise. Behind the Twins? No, behind, no, behind the Dodgers and Astros. Dodgers and Astros. They have them ahead of the Twins because. I think the Twins just had a hot start. Yeah, but also like you, like we kept saying, the Yankees are 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 as good as they are right now with half their team. Well, I just want to talk about hot starts. So, oh boy, I I know it's coming. Made some fun on the Instagram account that was me about the Mets, and it happens every fucking year. Oops, every fucking year, the Mets start out hot. And everybody thinks, everybody in Metland thinks they're going to win the fucking World Series in April. Oh, God. And now they can't even win a fucking game and they got swept by the fucking Miami Marlins. Okay? So, and it goes to show you the Yankees were, what, 9 and 10 at that point? And now they're in first place and they're one of the best teams in baseball. Okay. So, when I tell you it's only April, that's the reason. It's only April. You never know. Yep. And even even to go back further to a different sport, the Blues, even though I found this out recently, it still fits. The Blues were in last place in January in hockey, and they're in the Stanley Cup fucking final. Yeah. It don't matter how you start, it's how you finish. Baseball's a fucking marathon, it's not a sprint. There we go. He pulled out every every uh, favorite quote of his from his Rolodex in, in 10 seconds. <laughs> so, well, speaking of pulling things out... When we first started this podcast, when we first started this podcast, I have no idea where this is going. Chen's and I made a bet. <laughs> oh, this. And that bet was that Bryce Harper was going to be a Yankee. Now it's May, almost June, and obviously Bryce Harper is a Philadelphia Philly. Like I said, was going to happen. So the bet, just to jump back on the bet, if Harper signed with the Yankees, I had to wear a hot dog costume to the Yankee game, and Chen's had to buy it. And if the opposite happened, we had to reverse it. So we are going to pick a Yankee game right now. Right now. Right now. We're going to pick a Yankee game. And Chen's is going to be wearing a hot dog costume to this Yankee game. So when you see the hot dog costume, because he will get airtime. So I'm going to make sure he's sitting in a key location. He's not going to hide in the upper deck. Dude. I got to make sure I got to call the Yankees and make sure you can wear a costume. We're not using your seats? We're not going to use my seats. What? The fuck? My seats are in the upper deck yeah, in, in the, section in the, 424. Yeah, in the shade. Oh, wow. No, see, that's what happens. When you make a stupid bet like that, you got to pay the price. You can't be all, look in the shade, all oh. in the hot, I've got the beers, I get to the theater. You're going to be roasting, eating hot dogs, no water. Like You're going to be an actual hot dog. Oh, fuck. Here we go. I'm hot, dog. All right, all right so let's pull up the Yankee schedule. Damn it. So... Just just a precursor, we're doing this in the month of June. We have to do it in the month of June. Um, I am taking a family two-week vacation to the motherland. All right. So I want to do this before I go. So Yankee schedule in June. We really got to do this right now? Yes. Wasting precious air time looking at a schedule? Okay. So I think... Oh, that would be great. Hey, Matt. June 23rd, it's Old Timers Day against the Houston Astros. It's a Sunday that's, afternoon game. That's the that's, only Sunday they play. Uh, the only Sunday that they play. Um, I will. I will say, 
as a non-original member, I, I won't be included in this because that, first of all, I have an obligation that day already, but I will say, if it is another day we're able to make, I would gladly be there, but don't well, here's go the around thing. my schedule, because my schedule is very different. Well, Chen's, here's the thing about Chen's. Chen's bartends on Saturday. So mm-hmm. we would have to do a Sunday. So the next Sunday we could do is June is actually in July. It's um wait a minute. No, I can't do that day. I'm going to the Bahamas. Um oh, August, August 4th. Oh, just getting hotter and hotter. All right. At seven o'clock against the Red Sox. <laughs> oh man, Boston. Oh, oh, oh Boston fans. Jesus. <laughs> so I think August fourth. It's a night game. It's a seven o'clock game. That's, gonna, that's gonna be a night. That's gonna be a Sunday night. Game. Okay. It's a Sunday night game. At least the sun will be down. So at least you get you get some time to mm-hmm. to mentally prepare yourself. I've never been to Yankees Red Sox. My first one oh. will be in a hot dog costume. Nice. That's cool. So that'll be good. I'm actually going to the Yankee Red Sox game on Saturday night. You'll be back from Italy from the, from this time. That's August fourth. Oh, what the fuck? I don't know. I'm. What do you think? I'm in Italy for five. Four weeks? I'm going to be there for two know. weeks. You said... Two weeks. Okay, you, you, you fucking consoled July like you're going to be there for seven weeks. Well, no, because I will be... Did he not say? He goes, I can't do July. I'm going to be in the motherland. <laughs> well, the first... <laughs> we have it recorded. The first two weeks of Italy. So I'm going to come back on the 16th. All right. So if you could do... their their home. Dude, what about the Rockies? That would be a cool game. But I'm going to the... Bah- I'm leaving for the Bahamas on the 21st. Oh, okay. So you could either do the 19th or the 20th. That's a promo game, too. What was the promo? Uh, card pack day. Uh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. Or that. card pack day. Or portable charger day on Saturday. No, can't do that. You all right? Or <laughs> Yankees collectible <laughs> cup night on fr- on the on Friday night. Let's do. Want to do Friday night against I mean, the it's Rockies? A, it's a summer, so we're both off. Yeah. So, all right, fine. So would be a bad idea. Here we Pretty go. Cool. Seeing a National League team. There we, we go. See some Arenado. So. Chen's will be wearing his hot dog costume purchased right. by me. Probably, most likely going to happen on the 19th. June 9th, uh, June, be... July 19th, 7 o'clock against the Colorado Rockies. Put it in. That's where we're going. Most likely. You're going to have to send me the photos. I will be on my way to Ireland. Oh, that's right. For, for the big wedding. So. Okay. So we will definitely have pictures. It definitely will be up on the Instagram account for yeah, sure. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Can't wait. It's going to be fun. So, All the right. hot dog costume is out of the way. So now, let's let's, let's play our favorite game. Oh, Jens, bring it in. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. <laughs> All right. It's time to play Guess That Hat. And today, Puma's sporting a, uh, a nice retro hat. Classic. 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 Um, he's going to look up some facts. He's going to take it in. Okay, so I got facts. So, that... Oh, by the way, we, I think we stumped our our, our people. Well, time. you know what? When you make your, your only... The guy who answers most of the hat post your host, <laughs> kind of takes away the fun. Well, it's, it's him and Cousin Kenny. Cousin right. Kenny. But, but Cousin Kenny was stumped. Cousin Kenny was stumped. Okay. So, this is actually a baseball card uh, fact. So, fact number one. The first major issue of this team's baseball card was in 1969 by Tops. I'm not going to give you the player. Fact number two. Are these all baseball card facts? No. Oh. From 1969 through 1976, this team played their home games at Jerry Park Stadium. Seen to good effect in the background of the 1969 
of a photo postcard set of this team. So that's fact number two. Fact number three. The first Hall of Fame pitcher pictured on a baseball card as a member of this team was a member of the 1986 Mets in 1975. That's what? fact number three. What? So many... What the fuck? <laughs> Brain exploding right there. Okay. What, I'm, what year? What the fuck? It was like going all over the place. So, well, you don't, we don't want to make it easy. <laughs> so... So it was fact number three, right? Yeah. Fact number four. Frank Robinson was the last uniform member of this team to appear on a regular issue tops card in 2005. All right. And lastly, last fact, the home stadium of this team still holds spring training major league games in it to keep the fans interested. In baseball. Hmm. Oh, that is a good fact. That's a good one. Yeah. So that's where to end it. That's guess that hat. Beautiful. Uh well done. All right, let's get the fan questions because I'm excited. We got <laughs> we've got real what? Well, we have we always have real questions. What do you think? We pull the questions out of our ass? No, of course I mean, we have real fan questions. The magic eight ball for these the are, these are, yeah, these exactly. are quality. I mean, quality. So we threw up a, um, a questions post uh, well, about let's, let's an hour and a half before. Yeah. Our show. So we have two responses. We have three questions all together. Yep. Uh, question number one. Well, let's wait, wait, wait. Slow down. Let's do. Let, let Matt ask his question first. You want Matt to go first? He's right here. All right, fine. Matt, what's your question? All right. I'll. Well, this is when I was a fan, so I guess it's considered a fan question, right? Yep. Yeah. So I'll just read what I wrote to you, Chance, because I I worded it that way. So this is a, a would you rather? All right. Uh, wait, Puma, did you hear about this one or not? Did yes, I did. The first time. Okay, okay. So, you are a fan of the team that is a team legend. Let's say Jeter, Kobe, Mo Rivera, etc. That has announced his retirement for the end of the season. Would you rather your team be out of the playoffs to commemorate his last game, or your team make the playoffs with the uncertainty of when their last game at home would be? So, I thought of it more of, we knew Jeter's last season was happening, you got all the gifts, you know, yada, yada, yada. And the Yankees, you know, that was when they had the Terrible contracts, just ragtag lineup. They were out of the playoffs. Yep. But you knew that last game was going to be crazy. The tickets already sold out well in advance, and it was a sight to me. He hits the game-winning hit. You could not write a script like that. Mm. First walk-off in I don't know when. Or you compare it to, let's say, David Ortiz, where, again, we knew it was his last year, but the Red Sox made the playoffs. Fortunately for us, the Yankee fans got swept. And really, you couldn't enjoy that his last game at Fenway was his last game because you were hoping for game four and a World Series ring at the end of the day. So my question is, mm-hmm. which one would you prefer? John, go first. All right. <clears throat> I uh, Those are two really good examples. I think I would rather... I think I'd rather make the playoffs with the uncertainty of when the last home game is uh, just to give that player a last taste of a chance to win win the ultimate prize. Because I think that's that's what every... I, I feel like that would do... Well, actually, I don't know. It, it might depend on... Maybe it depends on the team. Like the Yankees, right? Jeter was used to winning so oh. many. 
you kind of want him to you kind of want him to be in the playoffs one last time for old time's sake. But if you were like a if you were like a Jaguars fan and then uh, your, your star player was retiring, I go Blake Bortles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Franchise quarterback. Let's just see. Let's let's see him in his last home game and and love him the way that we've loved him and you know whatever. I don't, I I think I still go with playoffs. Yeah. So when Chen's asked me this question initially, I right away said, make the playoffs. Did change here? No. Oh. Make the playoffs because this is the way I see it. Is what the fuck you play? You, you know you, you Candy Crush. Yeah, I'm playing Candy Crush. <laughs> I can multitask. Who still plays Candy Crush? It wasn't. It's not Candy Crush. It's Wizard of Oz. And oh it's one, god! It's one of the best games to play when you're sitting on the throne. Okay. Wow. So I'm on. What level am I on? I don't care, man. Well, you brought it up, so now we're gonna talk about it. I'm on level 2080, 2080. Wow. Okay, so I'm playing this game a lot. Um, you're playing in the future, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, future man. So. I think that to answer the question, I think, you know, in the case of Jeter, you know, I'm not even thinking about when you have a legendary player, you know, like that, nine times out of ten, that legendary player has brought you to the playoffs and mm-hmm. has brought you success. That's why they're legends. Um, I think that making that one last run for a championship for that player, I think is more important than being out of it and sending them off the way they did. Because if you think about it, you could still honor them in their last regular season home game at the stadium. And I think that if they had one more kick at the can and they could possibly go out on top, like a Jerome Bettis, who won, who left on top. Um, in his hometown. In his hometown. You know, that was that's just luck. But, you know, I'm just lucky that it worked out that way specifically. Mm-hmm. But I think having the opportunity to kind of get one more kick at the can and win it all. And if they lose or get knocked out, you know, it's still, the the career is still celebrated as if they didn't make the playoffs, if that makes sense. And they did honor, they would honor Jeter. Let's just say, I'm just using Jeter because that's, you know, the last Yankee legend that we've had. Um, He still would have gotten honored in his last regular season game. It still would have been sold out. You know, even if everything went the same, he walked off, you know, it all would have been just as special. Um, And I think that especially even if, let's say, the Yankees lost at home in the playoffs and they got eliminated, they would still stay and honor Jeter, even though he's going out with a loss, let's say. You know, because if you think about it, Jeter's last major league game was played where? At Fenway. Yep, Boston, yep. So, you know... It kind of gives them another opportunity for him to end the season at home, you know, with another championship run potentially. So that's my take on it. That's yeah. I mean, originally I was, I had the the, the Jeter memory of that game was so special, and to try and recreate them in the playoffs would be insanely tough. But hearing both of you guys talk, I think you guys swayed me. I think you know the playoffs would probably be my course of action. Because of the regular season factor, you could have that last that last regular season game be very meaningful, and, and really when you celebrate him, and then you have his victory lap or you know commemorative lap on a, on a loss of that last game. Yeah, I like I said, you know, I like with Ortiz, you know, it 
you know, I think, or even with Ortiz, I think that if you had to say, if you had to ask him, would you want to make one more playoff run or get honored at home and be out of it? I think he would pick the playoffs because these guys are competitors. These guys want to compete. Of course. You know, the the players are always going to say the playoffs. This is strictly just from a a fan perspective of of being in that environment. Like if you could go to that game, that, that Jeter game would have been the ticket of any Yankee fan that, Oh yeah. Oh, there's there's three game there's three games I wish I could have been at in the in the near in the near past was Jeter's final game, Moe's final game, and Jeter's three thousandth hit. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, Matt, you just experienced something like this in, in the soccer world. Uh, that oh, that last game, right? That's that game had no uh, no real like implications of Champions League or title winning, but. You know, being there for that player, Game I mean, that was a that's a whole different that's a whole different level because he he was, you know, from the youth system. He's born in Rome, hometown guy. Didn't level. leave when he could have. Right, right. So, oh shit, yeah, he's out. He's out. Yeah. Ball stands, please. All right, but yeah, that's that's. I think all three of us in favor of playoffs. Yeah. All right. Nice. He's out. Game over. Yankees lose. Yeah. 5-4. All right. Nice. Anyway, so question question number two comes from one of our fans via Instagram. Guy, um, guy we grew up with. Guy actually. we grew up with, Frankie. Uh, went to high school with him, elementary school. Uh, used to be your neighbor, right? Yeah. yeah. Right next door. Not, so, not next door. Two, two, houses two houses down. So Frankie's question is, Three, is, what do you guys think about the rumors of, possi- of a possible Clint Frazier deal at the deadline? I'm against it. I think he will be our starting full-time left fielder next year. What do you think? Yeah, I am 1,000% against this. Uh, he's been playing awesome, too. Oh, boy. I I can see situations where they would trade him, but I no, don't... No, no. The, the question is, how do you feel about it? Well, I'm telling you how I feel about it. I'm, I can see situations where they would trade him, but personally, I don't want them to trade him. No, me neither. Because... Brett Gardner's here on a one-year, $8 million deal. Right. This is Gardner's last year. You're giving the keys to Frazier next year to be your starting left fielder. Right. And you don't take his defense into account in right field. I don't think he's comfortable in right field. Mm -hmm. I think he's just playing in right field out of necessity right now um, because Judge is out. Um, You know, when everybody's healthy, Frazier's your starting left fielder. Um, Judge is your DH. And... Not Judge. Stanton is your DH. Say, judge, what? You know, Judge is in right and Hicks is in center. Yep, there you go. You know, I, I don't... But, but like I said, I can see situations where they might want to make a deal for for a frontline starter for a playoff push this year. Um, You know, I don't think they would trade Frazier, but the thing is, is they have people behind Frazier in the system that, like a Florial... Yeah, okay, but but I'm I'm always I always look to the how old the players are and how well they're producing at at that age and he's young, he's producing. He was a big time prospect when we got him in the Miller deal. And so right now he's he's making it happen. Hicks is a little older. You know, so Hicks is going to be gone in a couple of years. They just no, signed him to a seven-year deal. I know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like he's not going to be the same player that he is now in a couple of years. So could you say? He's not going anywhere though. He's staying. There. All right. He's so could you? Nice. The only thing I could see with that is that they slide Hicks to left, and then they put uh, they put Frazier in center. 
No, Schrader's not going to play center. He's had enough trouble in Redfield. I was just, I was, I was getting to, I was getting to Floreal eventually coming up in a couple of years. I mean, how ready is he? He's hurt right now. So he's well. The last two years, he's been hurt. All right, so yeah. you know, but he's there. He's one of their top prospects right, right. now. Right. He's a top ten prospect right now in baseball. So yeah. You know, so I I, I want to keep him in the grand scheme of things. I don't. I want to keep Frazier. Yeah. Because I think the way this team is built, with the depth that they have, and not for nothing, the pitching, the start, the starters, the true starters have been good yeah. for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Tanaka, Tanaka tonight, you know, gave up the, the four runs in the first inning and then shut it down and gave the Yankees a chance to come back and win the game. You know, um, who else? Uh, Paxton, when he, before Paxton got hurt, he was dealing. Um, you know, you have Herman. You know, he had a stinker against against Kansas City, but he's been one of, one of the best pitchers in the league all year. You know, do you really need to unload some of your prospects that you could keep? For a, a bum gardener, you know, and potentially also the Yankees are in are in line to sign Keuchel. Mm. So that would be interesting, you know. And yeah. it's some speaking of Keuchel, something just came out. One he would be willing to sign a one year, eighteen million dollar deal, which is kind of equal to the qualifying offer that he could have signed with Houston. But the reason why he's not signed yet, and the same thing with Kimbrel, is Kimbrel and and Keuchel will sign in the next couple of days. Because the draft, I think, is June 2nd. And after the draft, they lose their compensation pick that's tagged on them. So no team wants to sign him for from June to October and lose a pick over it. So, you know, with all that being said, you will the Yankees trade for a starter? No. Do they need to trade for another bat? No. So I don't see them even trading Frazier, even if they could. It would be a knee-jerk reaction. What do you mean? You just said that you you could see situations where they, where but, they can. But what I'm saying, now that I'm talking through it, uh-huh. based on their roster, they don't have to. Right. But I can see them in a knee-jerk reaction making a trade. Yeah. It would be a knee-jerk reaction. Right. Just for this year. Like a bum guard. Yeah, I, I got you. But, I, don't, I don't want it to happen. That's my thing. But I, I feel like it won't happen. So... Our final question. Oh, Matt, what do you think? Did you put your? Yeah, you... I, I think uh, I, they got to keep Frazier. He, he was a centerpiece in that deal. He's shown what he can do when he gets consistent playing time, which is add some pop. Yeah. The average is hopefully going to be there. The defense, like you mentioned before, has not been great. He's been subbed out of you know late game situations, but I would like to keep him because, like you mentioned, Gardner is going to be gone. Ellsbury's probably not playing another inning. And you're going to need some, some not even replacement, some assurance that you're going to have a capable outfielder. Because look how many games Judge has played in the last couple of years. I mean, yes, maybe last year you could argue that the injury was a freak injury, but he's injured now with the oblique. He's a bigger guy. Injuries always happen with the bigger guys. Dan's hurt, even if he's going to be time in left field or right field to spell Judge. Yep. And you're going to need this reinforcement of a known cheap, commodity right now right. Right. you don't have to pay him he's cost controlled so you gotta keep him around unless you get blown away with some steal of a trade that right. would get you a quality pitcher and some other piece that would benefit them right now which I haven't heard nor do I think will happen so you gotta keep him around you gotta trust that he's gonna be able to produce and hopefully turn this fielding around with more and more playing time yeah so right now, Frazier 
is 24 years old. He'll be 25 in September. So he's not going to be a free agent until 20, uh, till 2024. Oh my God. Okay. Right, exactly. So he, like Matt said, he's cost controlled. He's arbitration eligible in 2021. But if you, if you don't have to pay, pay him until 2024. So he's 20, he'll be 25. Now he's going to be 30 when he's a free agent. So you're going to have him throughout his twenties. So why, why would you trade somebody like that? And plus, you know, with the way the outfield is constructed going forward, you know, you are going to need four outfielders and possibly five outfielders if Judge can't stay healthy, if Stanton can't stay healthy. You know, they're going to try to keep Stanton out of the field as much as possible. So, you know, like I said, I don't see them... I see them holding on to him. And you know what? One of the things that he's been doing and proving to us is that that bat speed that they've been talking about, been talking about mm-hmm. is there. His bat speed is in- impeccable. The way he swings the bat. Yeah. You know, he's going to hit. I just I hate that back foot movement. That you see that in a lot of hitters. I know, but his is his is like big. It's complete like slip. It looks like he slips every time he hits it. But yeah, you're right. Strong as fuck. Bat speed's fast as hell, uh, as advertised so far for what what they're touting him for. So I'm happy to see that. You know, he's a right now he's hitting 284 with 10 home runs. You take that. You know exactly. 100. percent 100. You know, I mean, he struck out. He struck struck out 36 times already, and he's only walked nine that's times. Not, he swings not, the let's bat. Let's not get into that right now. He swings okay. the bat, but he's got 28 RBIs. He had 10 home runs and 145 plate appearances. You take that, yeah. even though. Four or five of his home runs have come against Baltimore, but it's all right. Okay, that's besides the point. You know what? You want a guy if you're gonna, you're the Yankees. You're gonna play Baltimore a certain amount of times in a year. You want guys that are gonna play good against that team. Nineteen times, right? So you want a Torres and, and Frazier to do their thing against that team. It's gonna guarantee wins almost. Exactly. Right? Yep. Um, all right. So thanks, thanks Frank for listening and submitting the question. Appreciate, Appreciate the, the support. Let's move on to our last question. Our last question comes from one of my. Varsity ball players. Uh, I'm not going to drop his name on this just because, you know, he's still in high school or whatever. Um, he is going to UPenn. And I'm just going to give you his his season stats for this season. He's a pitcher? Yes. Lefty, about 6'2". Tops out about 91 already, 90-91. Sits at 88. Damn. Oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. But this is reminding me. Matt, you got your cousin pitches too? Uh, Yeah, for St. John the Baptist. Yeah, so I yeah. played with a couple of uh, guys from St. John the Baptist got, in college. Uh, we've got some some baseball young youth, guns. youth young guns in, on the show, yeah. Um, so his stat line, he threw 45 in a third innings. He had 77 strikeouts. Jesus. And his ERA was 1.08. Rather Holy. decent, rather decent, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. one of the, I think he's he, one of the best pitchers in the state. Holy shit. Um, his question was... Would you would you rather win the Cy Young for five years straight or the World Series once? No brainer. No brainer. World Series once. World Series, hundred percent. World Series once. Now this goes back to a question we answered before. Are you talking about your legacy? Or would you rather have the championship? Remember we were talking about yeah, this? Yeah, but So but, it's the same type of question in the same type of line. I would pick the championship. Yeah. Right? Because the championship is more um What's the word I'm looking for here? Um, 
That's, that's Holds what, more weight in your career than five Cy Youngs. Okay, well, there's two ways of looking at it, right? There's, are you riding the bench, getting the World Series ring, and saying that you won the World Series, but you didn't do shit? Or are you a key member of that team? Are you winning the Cy Young, and or are you being nominated for Cy Young, and winning the World Series? You know, the way I viewed the question is that uh, you're a Cy Young caliber pitcher, Winning one championship. Do you, do you win the five in a row, or do you win the championship once in those five years? And I take the championship despite being possibly the best pitcher in the league. And he, I always think about I always think about uh, Messi's legacy. Matt, maybe you can you can agree with me on this one. Messi, uh, when it's all said and done, will will go down as probably one of the best players to ever play soccer. Uh, but there's always going to be that that thing on his on his resume where he never won any of the ultimate prizes, right? He didn't win a Copa America. He didn't win the World Cup. Um, and the, the battle between Messi and Ronaldo, right? People people can argue for both. Who's better? But then pe- when the Ronaldo fans break out, well, he won the Euros. You know, that. yeah, you're right. That's That's a great accomplishment. That's not the ultimate prize, but again, that's a that's a pretty damn good thing. You're the best team in Europe, and you were you were the best player on that team despite being hurt that hurt that tournament at the very end. Yep. Um, and it's also kind of like a Dan Marino situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at all these great players that we say like great players, but they just never got the the ultimate thing. All those players, I think, would would always take uh, Super Bowl, World Series, NBA championship, uh, overall World, the personal accolades. Yeah. Any you day know. of the week. And Dan Marino was in, in a couple of Super Bowls, too. Just couldn't get the job done. Yeah. Well, Messi was in a World Cup final. And, yeah. And, and lost. Mm-hmm. And that's... I mean, we, we had the argument about which which trophy's the best. But, like, the, the World Cup doesn't come so often. So you lose It's still the, the Stanley final. Cup. Whatever. Not going down. We're not going there again. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, though? In, in this conversation, you're not lumber two to one. So. No, 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 no. You picked the Stanley Cup, I thought. Wait a second. 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 The Stanley Cup is the better trophy because you're immortalized on it. But the harder one to win would be the World Cup. Oh, nice. It's, it's the best, when you say best, when I was posed the question is, which is the best trophy? It's the Stanley Cup in terms of the actual trophy. Because uh, you win as a you you asked him the question. team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but your name's on it. You get to spend a day with it. Take your hometown, take wherever you want. But the World Cup is not just a one season, it's a four-year process. Yeah. So you might not have the same team that you started with four years ago when you're in the final. Right. And that's a big thing. Yeah. I still think it's the Stanley Cup. Again, we're not going there. We're not going (laughs) there. We're not going to the Red Bull again. But but yeah, my, my choice is championship. Championship, too, for me. So... Before we get out of here, there's one thing that I do want to mention that we touched on last last time we recorded is Chen's half marathon. Oh wow, this is a surprise. Chen's Chen's half marathon. He ran on uh, a week ago. Was it uh, over a week ago? Yeah. Over a week ago, May 18th. He finished. He his final time was two hours eight minutes and six seconds. Huh? So that averages out to a. Nine minute and forty seven second mile. I was pumped. Chen's did great. 
he kept a good time, and he's looking forward to running the full marathon in October. November. November. So I just want to say congratulations to him. Thanks. It was it's a big accomplishment, personal accomplishment. You know, we've talked off air about it, and you know he was really hell bent on on doing this, not just for for himself, and just to you know how big the accomplishment is. So I just want to um, congratulate him on his accomplishment, and looking forward to seeing him run in the full marathon in a couple of months. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be exciting. Can't wait. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, it was great to see the time and even getting faster as the race went so you uh had the average mile of like 10 minutes and then went to like nine yeah went down to nine rather i always i always start off slow i gotta i gotta i gotta let the joints get greased up a little bit you know and then there you go so here's one question i want to ask you because you experienced it what was the best moment about running that marathon was it the start being there being seeing all the people i'll tell you what or was it the finish Everyone says, oh, the, the, you get swept away from the atmosphere. I don't buy into that shit until I actually did it. But the whole thing, I trained alone, right? Um, went to the race alone. I only had my two cousins barely make it at the very end to, to show support. Other than that, like, no one was there. So I went. it was great because I went there alone, got into the corral, surrounded by everyone else is, like, running with people, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just so focused counting down and then you're thinking about everything that you've done to get to this point like all the days of training was it enough you know are you really ready uh then next thing you know you're in it and people are cheering in the beginning but then it goes quiet and then that's when you really realize like holy shit i'm about to run 13 fucking miles uh there's there aren't a lot of supporters throughout the middle of the course uh but by far the best part about it was the end. You you pull up onto that boardwalk, Coney Island. And besides it being a beautiful day, it was it was just cool. And then you make it you make a nice finish at the end. People are cheering, going crazy. You grab a beer, Nathan's hot dog. The best best meal ever. The the best the best part of it was there was a picture of you like two hours later, chilling in the park, sunglasses on, yeah. like it didn't like you didn't even run a freaking I was I was I was feeling really good, man. I guess my I, I trained that runner's I trained high. Good man, I trained good. That runner's I recovered, high. I recovered the, the right way. The runner's high, big I time runner's high. Rolled out, rolled out. Big time runner's high. Um, one last thing. Oh, I thought that was the last thing. One last thing before. <laughs> uh, we always like to talk about the softball team really quick. Um, oh man, I blew it. We're, I blew we're, my ch- I blew my chance. I demanded a, a raise in the order. I came up twice with runners in scoring position and fucking blew it. So it was a good game, though. It was a good game. It was a gritty game. We were down three nothing. Went down three nothing. Came back, took the lead. They tied it, and we came back and won the game. And you know we're two and zero. We played Thursday against J and S Car Wash. Oh, the Car Wash. The people. Car Wash team. I actually just got my car washed by them. We're gonna wax them. And uh, they're three and one. We're two and zero. So we're ahead of them in the standings, even though they played two more games. Uh, hopefully the this tornadoes. Shit, we ain't playing. We ain't hopefully playing the tornado doesn't happen on Thursday and we play. But Chen's, I did listen to Chen's. I moved him up to the five spot. <laughs> we had our starting pitcher on the DL with Carpal Tunnel. And of course, the guy that I swapped out with had a big game, drove in, drove in a run, a two you know, or something like that. Like maybe, I said, maybe, I was going to say, maybe, maybe that lit a fire under his ass. He's like, all right, you know, I got to fucking hit. Well, maybe, like I said, you know, when I said to you, hold your horses, sometimes when you're hitting, you stay in the spot that you're hitting in. You don't move up because you're comfortable in that spot. It's a good thing. Don't 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, now, what would you rather have? Mike not hit and me hit or me not hit and Mike hit? I mean, in the same situation, one of you is hitting and one is not. So it's the same thing. It's even. Well, okay, right. So. You know, I would rather have both of you hit at yeah, the same time. Of course. You know, but. um, But yeah, so that's our softball recap. I didn't, you know, I can't really remember the full stats. All I know, you know, this is a little selfish, is I'm batting a thousand. I am seven for seven. Are you really? I'm seven for seven with a sack fly. This kid hits a fucking dribbler down the third baseline and turns it into a double. His hits. His, he, he just he just hits it one of more button trends that use him to be not hitting. His, his, <laughs> try, try running that play. Try running the hit play. It seems to be more successful no, he's, than he's, the out play. His, <laughs> his his hits. I'm not I'm not discrediting him for anything, but like he gets so many more hits just for beating out routine like ground balls. It's crazy. Well, so it is. It's yeah. all grit. It's it's grit. He's gritty. So, uh, I think it's time to sign off. Yeah, I think so. Um, it was another great show, another great action-packed show. It's nice to have a three-man crew. I like it. Nice to have Matt on full-time now. Um, the jitters out as uh, no longer a guest, but now host. It was yeah, okay. yeah. You see, you see, you see. There's a difference now when you get the the word host tag to your name instead of just guest. There's a lot of pressure. It's on my resume now. It's on the resume. It's on the resume. Um, Hopefully, Nomura understands. Yeah, so now, so double, double fisting jobs now. <laughs> uh, so, Matt, is there anything you want to say before we sign off? Uh, guys, who do you think you are? Ooh, Ooh to steal in Chen's line. Sorry, Chen. Sorry, Chen. I think I think I like it. That's what I think. <laughs> Puma. Well, I got caught off guard, but I am who I am. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking big time, big time Crix's face over here. <laughs> By the way, one of my, one of my, uh, if if you haven't seen this series, Puma, you should watch it. Uh, one one of my, one of my goals for the summer is to watch Spartacus start start to finish in a row, just uh, without any stoppages between seasons. Uh-huh. It's on Stars, right, Matt? Stars. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty I sure think that was it. I'm pretty sure it was Stars. It's a yeah, good, it's a good show. You'll understand when I say Crix's face, then you'll know. Yo, it might even be on Netflix. I don't know if it took it off. I think it was on Netflix earlier. Oh, wow. Be- and, and then <laughs> Rabbit Hole Chens just keeps going. Yeah, yo, I'm going to go watch Spartacus. Well, because <laughs> because I, I mentioned the Crix's face. I got I to gotta talk about it. All right. So. We are out of here. We are out of here. See you next week. We'll talk about uh, what's been happening in NHL. NBA will be underway by then. French Open, we didn't get to touch on it today, but that will be further along, and we will preview, I don't care what the fuck you say, Puma, we're going to preview the Women's uh, FIFA World Cup. Okay, no problem. And I think Tiger, also, golf is coming right around the corner. He's back on the prowl. So, we could talk about golf, we'll talk about the, the World Cup, the FIFA Women's World Cup. Beautiful. So, you know, a lot of stuff to talk about in the next couple of weeks. Sounds good. So, All right. Yeah, you dab. We'll talk to you. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Yeah. yeah. Later. You are my fire, the one desire. You are. You are.